Hey, I'm Dwayne. And I'm Jennifer. And together we're doing a podcast, Roots. The Unseen Life. Come on a journey with us. You'll produce a system of roots that will stabilize you and... Produce fruit. We're going somewhere. Come along with us. Wow, it's so nice to have you guys join us. My name is Dwayne. <laughs> and I'm Jennifer's lovely wife. Um, emphasis on lovely. You are looking ravishingly beautiful today. Thank you, darling. And this is our podcast, <coughs> Roots, The Unseen Life. Changing um, one life at a time. <coughs> Mainly <Right>? ours. <coughs> yes. So what, what's with the cough there, Pastor? Um, it's, it's uh, you guys, if you've been listening to the last one or two, you'll notice it's a cough. It's been um, staying with me for some time now. Um, and it's... Uh, um, Allergy-induced asthma. <coughs> yeah. But they're also saying now, I apologize if it's like massively impacting you listening to us, but it's, um, we just, we just, I mean, we knew a little bit, we got mold in our house, in our kitchen and it's being looked after, but, um, we're th- wondering if it's not irritating me. <laughs> Surprisingly Byron. Surprisingly Byron. Yeah. I get yeah. It. So Jen, what's the topic today? Well, first of all, who's sponsoring us? Yes. want to thank you to Pellegrino. <laughs> <laughs> Just thanks so much for sponsoring us. Because we, we feel like if you thank them for sponsoring you, then they feel pressured to sponsor you. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And I've seen that we're trending in Poland often. I'm sure it's having quite an impact. Yeah, although that is Italian, but close enough. Well, it's European. Right. Right. There we are. We're and good. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's not flat. What is it, Jennifer? Sparkling. Yes. We drink sparkling water on this podcast. Because we're fancy. Um, so, Jen, what are we going to talk about? Dwayne, we are going to talk about repentance. And I believe the title is Repent. How about trying it? Try it sometime. <laughs> Try it sometime. <laughs> it's working for us. It is. I'm not sure we're in the mood to talk about repentance. I know. Okay? We're a little giggly. We're a little bit jovial, so I'm not sure jovial. it's Jovial. The... Look at you, old English boy. I like it. Yes. Cheerio. <laughs> Just like to be cheery and happy. You and feeling peckish? Peckish. No, you're yes. not peckish. You just ate. Um, true. True that. So we're going to talk about um, repentance. and um, From Psalm 51. So if you're in a place where you can uh, grab your Bible, Why don't you take your it. Bible and you know get your phone or your Bible? <clears throat> Not if you're driving, though. That's dangerous. Exactly. Just listen. You, then you'd have to repent for doing that. Exactly. Okay. So, Seriously, Dwayne? Your phone is on? Um, yes. It's just, the, it's, it's just being popular. <laughs> it's just that. It's a challenge being popular. Okay, good. <clears throat> Okay, so I've got a couple of intro um, thoughts before we get into the psalm, but I really, I really found that when I was younger, um, and even, even not so much even, but definitely in my teenage years and into my twenties for sure, that when I would sin, I had not yet worked the muscle of the power of repentance mm-hmm. in the in the the actually the, the reward of repentance. Mm-hmm. And so I did not want to repent. I yeah. didn't like to be confronted and I didn't like my sin to be exposed. Mm. So very much I have some memories just, you know, you, you I mean, <coughs> I think there's a reason why Adam and Eve, when they hid themselves mm-hmm. and it's you, you want to hide, it's shame. Mm-hmm. And so, um, the context of this chapter of Psalm 51, it is a, a psalm that David wrote after being confronted by the prophet Nathan. Mm-hmm. So um, thank God. <coughs> I apologize for this coughing, guys. Thank goodness I am not the prophet Nathan. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I would not have wanted to rip, um, to do that, but to confront to him. confront him. Mm-hmm. But David um, um, obviously was not repentant before that. Mm-hmm. He's wrestling. Um, the child is sick, um, but it is very common to hide from your sin. Yeah. Thoughts. Yeah, it is common, and yet what I, I love about the psalm as we get into it is the the freedom that comes from stepping into the light. The worst part about hiding from sin, I think, is it, it begins to corrode your inner man. And not hiding from sin, sorry, hiding in your sin. Right. You, you just kind of begin to shrink, and then you grow distant from the Lord because of shame. Right. And then you think the worst imaginable thing is going to happen. Right. When in reality, <clears throat> stepping into the light is freedom and the confession of sin is like taking a shower when you're hot and sweaty after workout. It just feels so good. And so everything in us fights against it. But when we step into it, it's so freeing for, for our relationship with the Lord. I mean, I think it's like, it's just something that we just don't, um, there is beauty in repentance. Yeah. And I know that sounds, um, odd, but like, <clears throat> you know, we're kind of more adults, so we have adult issues that we repent from. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just I wonder if somebody's not listening right actually right now. I just have this, um, just a, an idea, uh, just a sense that, like, there's some what I would call adult sins. And, and like, David's sin of, of sleeping with another woman who was, he was not married to. Um, I just have some, I have a sense that somebody's actually in a wrong relationship as, even as we're talking about this Mm -hmm. and I've never done this on our podcast before, but I have a sense somebody's, um, you know, in a relationships outside of the marriage. And if this is talking to you, I actually really encourage you to listen to this. Mm -hmm. Um, cause David gave us a pathway to repent from our sin. Um, but even the reason that Jennifer and I are bringing this up today or just wanting to highlight this, it's um, we've talked about this in the past, but I want to bring it up again today is because we've been on a little bit of a fast. And and it's in this fast that I personally have really felt the correction of the Lord. Yeah. <clears throat> and and it's in that correction um, where where you you really find freedom. Mm-hmm. And I want to emphasize that point when it, like just bring it down super simple sin it is bondage mm-hmm. sin keeps you from vulnerability before your before your relationships and before god mm-hmm. so i'm not going to show you this part of my life because i'm in sin so right. it, you hide from it so yeah. you can't be intimate if you're in your marriage or you can't be intimate within the right friendships because of sin it, you right. hide it so you right. bring it into the light so there's something that but then it's also between you and god yeah and that's another huge point for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. And and for me, I used to have repentance built into my daily schedule. And it, it got to be, it got to the point where I was so self-examining myself that the Holy Spirit wasn't needed. And it was, it was almost grating. I so this is early days. Early days. Okay. You know, I'm religious and yeah. I'm super zealous. And so when I couldn't think, you know, because all day long I'd go through, okay, what 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 did I do wrong today? What did I do wrong today? And if I couldn't think of anything, I would 
I would cry and confess my pride. So that was early on. Early on. We're probably going to call that a little bit self-righteous. A little bit self-righteous, super zealous. But what was good is I had a structure for self-reflection. Yes. And then I became more mature and I'm like, what am I doing? The Holy Spirit's job is to convict me of sin and righteousness. Right. And so I I just need to allow him to do that. So it, it felt like then only if something was major did the Holy Spirit, you know, break in, which wasn't true. It's just that I was moving so fast, I wasn't taking a moment to pause and, and say, Lord, see if there's any offensive way in me. And I think that we have really gotten away from actually um, self-reflection uh-huh. and repentance. Um, and so for me, it's kind of a big deal that yeah. we kind of in the Western charismatic church, we we actually don't reflect and we don't actually, in my opinion, do much uh, repentance. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I, I think there's this place of, you know, self, I mean, um, it's it, repentance. Sorry, I'm trying to find a verse, and I don't. And I'm using my, uh, which is in my phone. real Bible. But I think um, one of the things that brings me great sobriety. It's in First Corinthians 15. I can't find the exact verse um, where um, where. But where Paul talks about <clears throat> in the in taking the Lord's Supper, mm-hmm. and he actually goes, "Some of you are actually physically sick because you um, have sin, and you're actually not treating." communion correctly the lord's mm-hmm. supper mm-hmm. and so in, i'm just bringing that that verse was just in my head because i feel like we are so uh flop what's that word i don't blase <laughs> blase but i think we there's a place where search me and know me yeah and those places of hiddenness of yeah. hidden sin or mm-hmm. unperceived sin mm-hmm. and so to me it's a big deal yeah this conversation and so I want to speak specifically just for me. The Lord really highlighted on this fast just um, an area where I had not fully submitted to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And and so we spent five days praying this psalm. Yes. And and it and it's resulted in, I think, almost a freedom to me. Uh-huh. And if it be so, um, I'm I'm gonna I think we've had a little amazing, a little breakthrough, even in this area where I repented. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm just going to track for it and track, keep track of some things. And I wouldn't be surprised. I will um, someday in the not too distant future, actually give you more specifics on what I feel like the Lord highlighted in my life. A, a testimony? <laughs> We're going to testify. <laughs> All right then. But in that, I just, but it's a little premature for me to do that right now. So I actually don't want to do that right now. But let's just jump into it. Yeah. So the context is Nathan comes and confronts him of his sin. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord highlights it to Nathan, the prophet, and he comes to him and he confronts him. And here's the psalm that he writes after being confronted. And we're going we're gonna to just um, hit, hit a couple of the of major, major themes here. But he, his cry is, have mercy on me, O God. Verse 1, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. And so what I appreciate and love about this first verse is, and, and then Jen, you can do the second one. But what I appreciate about it is that he comes to God. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point in time, David is very aware of the mercy of God. Mm-hmm. So he cries out, I need your mercy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an appropriate prayer yeah. when you're in sin. I 
I need your, so don't give me what I deserve. Yeah. And then it's not according to his good works or self-righteousness yes. or his ability to change. It's according to his lo- God's loving kindness. Mm-hmm. And then according to your tender mercies. Yeah. So it's not only mercy, but there, there's a tenderness that David has touched. And so he comes and it's in that context. And half the time in prayer, in, in songs, we actually say them so we remind ourselves of who God is. Yeah. And so then it's this, he goes, blot out my transgressions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He goes, they're ever before me. Mm-hmm. So, <coughs> so blot them out. Excuse me. And that, that to me um, is the starting place that we even began. Yeah. According to who you are in your mercy, forgive yes. me. You do the next verse. Yeah. and Baby. I, baby. Thanks, baby. I just want to say, I love that. According to your loving kindness and according to the multitude of your tender mercies. It's just when you approach God knowing this is who he is. Yes. It changes the way you, you talk to him. 100%. It's like you have faith to enter in. It's like I get to run boldly into the throne room. Because you want to wash me. You yes. want to cleanse me. Yep. And and it's, there's so much hope that fills my heart. So verse 2, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. So wash me thoroughly. I, I just, I think of all the times that I was on an outreach, a mission trip outreach, and we had to do our laundry in tubs. Remember that? We'd, <laughs> yeah, you know, totally. put the soap in there and we would stomp on it. Totally. And it was hard to get your clothes clean that way. It yep. just was. And he, David didn't have a washing machine. And, and so I just think that the, the thoroughly, like that which I can't do by myself, I can't cleanse myself at all. Right. I need you to wash me, not just wash me like a quick hose down, thoroughly yeah. from the outside, from the inside, all yes. around. Yes. And so it's just a statement of, God, I am desperate for you. I, I almost feel his desperateness in this psalm. Mm-hmm. And we said that when we were praying through it. Right. It felt like, I don't know, it, it sounds goofy to say it, but it almost released the grace to repent as you were reading through it. I could feel the desperation in the words. I could mm-hmm. feel the hope in it. I don't know, it's beautiful. Verse three, for I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is always before Mm me. Um, I think that when we approach God in a very general way, Uh um, I don't think we we don't get the fruit of the Uh of saying specifically, like my gosh, I can't even speak today. You're a good looking guy, though. Hey, come on, come on. Yeah, even if you don't I, speak. I might have an amazing body, but you don't even appreciate my <laughs> intellect. <sighs> okay, big boy. So being specific and naming your sin, yeah, like I think there's something powerful in it. Yes. And so I was very specific when mm-hmm. when I felt like the Lord confront me. Yeah. Um, I've made some. I've made this an yeah. idol, <clears throat> and it was. Um, there was something beautiful actually in it for me when I was being very specific mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and with joy I submitted myself to the Lord yeah. because I I so believe in his mercy. Yes, his mercy absolutely. is it's moving in me. Yeah. 
his mercy is touching me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that God does not give me what I deserve. Mm-hmm. So in his kindness, he even, conf- he even brought this. So I acknowledge my sin. I acknowledge my transgression mm-hmm. and it's kind of in front of me. God, I need you to forgive, to forgive me. Yeah. I love that. Um, you know, it, it, it goes on. There, there's so much here. Against you only have I sinned and done this evil in, in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. And so bearing in mind that God sees right through us. And so we're not, he's not being mean. He's not being cruel. Right. He He's accurately assessing us. And he's got his glasses on of his tender mercy and loving kindness towards us. So our repentance, which means to turn away, is we we get the grace to even turn away from God. What? Say it again. What? The not turn away from God. The grace <laughs> to <laughs> Oh my oh, God! Heresy! Boom! 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 What's in your What's in your Pellegrino, Jen? <laughs> the The grace <laughs> to turn from the sin, yes. is given to us by God. Hundred percent. And we we go. It's just. It's almost like going to when our kids would ask us for money to buy us a Christmas present. You know what I mean? Like right, right, right. we go to God. We need Him. We go to Him. We've. Rep- we repent because of the sin we've committed against him. Yes. And then he gives us the ability to walk out righteousness. That's yes. the grace of God. Yes. Titus 2, 11 through 13. Yeah. And it, it's just amazing how I, I'm just blown away by the kindness of God. When you come to him in sincerity, you come to him opening yourself up and it doesn't matter what you've done. So the person that you're going, hey, I think there's someone listening who's actively in adultery. Mm-hmm. They can repent yes, and walk out and be made free. There may be some consequences. There may be right. some relational fallout. <laughs> Absolutely. But even in the walking out of that, there is grace to endure. And like i think we need to we need to tell the whole story here yeah. because because of david's sin there was there was um repercussions and yeah. and it was told him you're never going to have peace in your in your family uh-huh that's and, and that's so, huge no this is no it's weighty yeah and so you know if you're about to sin yeah. listen to this part yes yes like there is ramifications for sin yes and it's even unperceived sin uh-huh. like there's an impact when i sin yeah and there's there's um <coughs> excuse me negative um impact often often mm-hmm. and so even in the context of marriage and if you have an adulterous relationship there's severe impact yeah especially if you have kids yes and then i mean even with the spouse. Yes. I mean it's it's very intense. Yes. But it's even in those t- those incredibly dark seasons. That's where David says my sin it's before me. It's yes. oh my gosh, what have I done? Yes. I'm waking up going, "Oh my gosh, Absolutely. what have I done?" When suddenly you see it. Yes. <clears throat> and and so for me, I love verse six. I feel like David had an incredible insight here, mm-hmm. even because David lived under the season when the law of Moses was um, uh, during the during the law during the law, 
And so, but he, he had an incredible insight because he says, verse six, behold, you desire truth in the inward part mm-hmm. and in the hidden part, mm-hmm. you will make me to know wisdom. And so he's very aware that actually sin, when I'm in sin, I'm lying. When I'm in this sin, I'm hiding. Yeah. And he goes, actually, you want, <coughs> excuse me, you want this to go all the way. You want truth in my inner part. You want yes. me to be honest yes. with myself and with you. Yeah. And this is a major motivation mm-hmm. because it's the idiot that doesn't, that keeps on going in a sin and doesn't think God can see mm-hmm. that truly you're a fool. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's the, it's the person that's growing in wisdom that goes, wait a second. Uh, you already know what's going on. So I'm just going to be honest and open up before mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And it takes courage when it's, when you're mm-hmm. really in a, a dark place mm-hmm. to walk out of the darkness into the light. It yeah. takes courage it does. and it's hard. It does. takes maturity and ownership, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you, there is a place <laughs> where you can be whiter than snow. Yeah, which is amazing. And, you know, the the areas that the Lord convicts me of currently, it's not it's not adultery and it's not doing, you know, cocaine on a mirror. It, it's I, really doing. I'm not doing it. It's it's jealousy. It's arrogance. It's pride. It's judgment. And all four of those I've spoken to you about them, (laughs) (laughs) but they're not, they're not, it's not a small thing. It's it. And there are times it feels like it's, it's in the fiber of my being. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, although he's talking from a place of, Hey, I, I did a really horrible thing and everyone saw it and knew it, but that's, I, I feel, I relate to this. Like what, how am I going to get free from this? Who's going to wash me whiter than snow? Right. I need God. Yes. It's not as easy as I breathe. I'm I'm struggling with A, B, and C. Right. And, and that sitting before the Lord, acknowledging my sin, and asking for wisdom in my innermost being to walk out of it yeah. is essential. Yes, it is. And we don't outgrow this. No. And that's the, that's the thing. Um, I was having a, actually a conversation with our son today. He's our son. Um, that's why I said our son. Good thing. It's not my son only. I know. I love I, it. I had him with we, you. I know. Okay. So. Um, I was there. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> really? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. Sometimes I wonder if he's mine, but then I remember childbirth, so we're good. <laughs> okay. Um, can we go on? <laughs> can we move on? You, you guys. My wife's sometimes foolish okay, in, her, big boy. in her humor. Um, Jealousy. <laughs> so, um, but I was just talking about the place of being corrected. Yeah. And and how do you posture your heart to be corrected? Right. And a, a key, key, um, I think, requisite for anyone who's smart is humility. Yeah. Because humility... You start off going, okay, I need help. Mm-hmm. I need God, and I need people, mm-hmm. and and that's when you when you have that that place of humility, it is, and you've worked a little bit that muscle. It does make confession of sin easier mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you've you've leaned in and you've said that poverty of spirit, that broken and contrite spirit. Mm-hmm. I I need help. Yeah, and and if you're a human being, you need help. Yeah. So 
let's get it brought down to that place. But um, I just want to get verse 10. It is the cry for a clean heart. Yes. And then do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. from me. Create in me a clean heart. Mm -hmm. And that, I think in this part in the Psalm, he starts touching what the impact the joy, the yeah. result, yes. there that barrier between God and me yes. has been removed. Yes, and sin, unconfessed sin, actually, and unrepentant sin, it, there's now a barrier between you and God. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is not that he. If he's highlighted and you haven't confessed it, it's there. Yes, yeah. And so the cry for clean heart: Do not cast me away from your presence. Mm-hmm. And then the verse twelve: Restore to me the joy of my salvation, mm-hmm. and uphold me by your generous spirit. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he has, David has so much understanding into the nature of God, yeah. to the emotions, the personality of mm-hmm. God. That generous spirit, he says, I need you to bring joy back into my life. Mm-hmm. I have sinned. Mm-hmm. It's brought death. It's brought whatever. It's brought darkness. And I'm walking out of it. I want purity in my mm-hmm. inner man before you. And I want joy back yes. in my life. Amen. I want to be happy. I want joy to fill me when I'm right with you. Yes. Amen. I was thinking about changing your name to Joy. <laughs> okay, buddy. Let's Jennifer do it. the Joy Girl. <laughs> Yeah, she's real joyful. Why? Because she just repented before this. We didn't talk about that, but I confronted her heavily. That's good, honey. Maybe we should talk about marriage next. It's perfect. Ours is a powerful example. Okay, you're so cute. I can't take it. I love that. Um, I So good, Dwayne. Which um, part the joy? You want to change your name? Yes, I'm going to change my name to joy for sure. Um, I, I like this part in verse 10. Created me a clean heart, O God, of course, love it. And renew a steadfast spirit within me. So that steady. Yes. I, I want the steady ways of God inside of me because I'm wishy-washy. Is The Romans 7, the very things I say I'm going to do, I don't do. The very things I don't want to do, I do. Yes. Just the war, the rage inside of me. And I need that steadfast spirit of God restored inside of me. That, that which he gives me to stay steady. Amen. And I need that. We all need that. So I, I love that part. And yes, the joy, to just to have that joy restored, you don't have to hide in shame. When you touch, when you look at his eyes, those who look to him are radiant and their faces are never covered in shame. Amen. You can come to him, you can repent. Come on. You can look at him in the eye yes. and not cower and he restores your joy. I love that. No, and I mean, the joy of salvation, you probably have more clarity on that just because of your testimony. When you got saved, it was like night and day. Yes. And that's the cry. And just Uh as we're wrapping this up, because you guys, I want to apologize today. Jennifer's a little boring. (laughs) So um, I I appreciate you guys staying this long through the podcast. (laughs) So verse 16 this to me is for he, this is another thing he goes for you actually do not desire sacrifice or else i would give her you do not delight in burnt offerings mm-hmm. so david had an incredible insight into into i mean what was even the purpose of the law yeah and it was to to create an inner 
in, inner inner brokenness, a yeah. contriteness, mm-hmm. being broken. So this is where we have this famous verse. Mm-hmm. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, yeah. a broken and contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was actually in the last podcast where um, <clears throat> I actually spoke a, spoke a little bit from this. God doesn't desire brokenness in your soul. So your emotions, that place. He goes, it's in your spirit. And, mm-hmm. and that's like, what? <laughs> and I think a broken spirit is a, a an awareness that I need him. Mm-hmm. And that's, to me, this broken and contrite spirit, the New Testament equivalent is the Beatitudes. Yeah. The poverty of spirit. Yeah. And so a broken and contrite heart, that's what God is after. Mm-hmm. And, and... I, what what I have found is one of, for me is I actually really like to fast. Um, let me, I don't always like to fast, but when I do fast, I like the result of fasting. Right. And it gives you this contrite heart, this yeah. brokenness in your heart. Mm-hmm. And that to me is powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love being tender before the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like I love being tender for the Lord. And so when you have this contriteness, this, Oh my goodness, I need him. He doesn't need me. Mm-hmm. That is a glorious place to be. Yeah. It's good, Pastor Dwayne. Thank you, uh, Sister Jennifer. Huh. Pastora. Okay. So um we we actually need to shut this down because um I do need to talk to Jennifer in private. Um there's just a couple areas of concern <laughs> considering the chapter. Cause he's been talking to me. How about you? Because I'm hoping so, so it'll go easier. Oh my gosh, you're so cute. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I'm not going to rebuke my wife or this, even confront. Not this time? Not this time. Good job, bud. But um, I just, um, all joking aside, if you have been listening today and you you feel um, just conviction, um, if, if even the Holy Spirit's been highlighting something, mm-hmm. uh, two things I would encourage you to do. Um, right now, wherever you're at, just begin to um, just talk with God. Mm-hmm. Thank him. If you're a believer, of course, um, turn to him. So that's mm-hmm. what Jennifer said, repentance. It's turning away. And when you do that, you um, express your brokenness before the Lord. Mm-hmm. I need you. I have committed sin. Mm-hmm. And if it's got grievous sin, own it. Yeah. Don't don't skirt around it. Own what you've done. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing that I would highlight to you, you know, of course, depending on what it is, but um, James says, he was very clear in chapter five, James, confess your sins <laughs> one to another. Mm-hmm. And there's something about the invisible God. And then there's something <laughs> about an individual where I actually come and I confess my yes, sin yes. and there's something that happens in that moment. And so I want to encourage you, like, just take time. Even if there's nothing that's come up, just ask the Lord, don't go on a witch hunt, but truly lean in, open up your heart. Yeah, There is the joy of confession yeah. that we don't talk about very much, but mm-hmm. there's a joy that comes when you're clean before the yes, yes. He is holy and through his blood, I can stand in the presence and I, I am holy. Yeah. Uh, it is, it's, it's ridiculous. When I confess Christ is now in me, I confess my sin, I stand before the uncreated God as if I have never sinned. That is the power of the blood of Jesus. Yes, amen. And I'm so, 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 I will be grateful for 
ever because of the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I am right with God, not because of anything I've done, but because of the cross. So I'm so grateful to you, Jesus. And I just pray for anybody who's listening mm-hmm. that just has been <coughs> perhaps um, just been highlighted sin in their lives. Mm-hmm. I'm asking that in you, that it's because of your tender mercy you've even yes. highlighted this yes, and your great love for us. So give us grace to turn from our sin. Give us mm-hmm. grace to repent, grace to love you Yes, in the name of the Lord. And help Jennifer. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And uh, hope this was somewhat helpful as an exercise. And again, please pray for Jen. Ciao. <laughs>